everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for our very special character, Round Robin, our two usual co-hosts have been replaced with special characters today. So you will have to be introduced to them. We're so glad you're with us for Writing Works Wonders. This will be a fabulous show. We always enjoy the round robin events because they stir creativity. And we will have a masquerade event today as well. In honor of the event, As I said, our two co-hosts are in character. Some of you might have come already in character. If you'd like, you can select a character from literature, movies, entertainment, any place in life. Or if you don't want to be a character, you can be our cheering squad. We're so excited you're here with us. We'll have brief instructions before we start the actual round robin. So don't worry if this is your first time. So put on your alter ego. Don your costume if you dare, and join your bibliophile friends at Writing Works Wonders. I'm Dr. Smeldon Gerd, and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my fabulous co-host. Smeldon here says that we're going to have a virtual character parade. While you might be a different character or favorite person that you're uh, presenting to us today, and you're going to respond during the show in character, perhaps. Come join us at the mic. We want you to join us on Writing Works Wonders. Step up to the mic, my friend. Join us, won't you? I'm Dr. Smeldon Gerd, and I'm actually a twiddle. I was created by this fabulous author that you folks know. She's usually on this show, but I am a twiddle, and I am a, so you can raise your hand if you're going to join us at the mic, and we're going to interview you and try to guess who you are, or you can tell us who you are. In the meantime, I'll tell you a little bit, tiny bit about myself. I'm a twiddle, and I really can't play poker. Uh, It's a a dastardly experience because I kind of wear my emotions on my sleeve, or really in my technology, because I blink, and I spin, and I display all sorts of lights. Uh, related to my emotions. So if you get me in a poker game, man, you are going to win big time. So who's up at the mic for us there? Uh, I think our uh, friend is Deanna. Yes, Deanna, we have, are you there? Yes, we have Mary, Mary Carla Hayes has her hand up. Hey there, Mary. How are you, my dear? Uh, b- bonjour, uh, mes amis. Uh, comment allez-vous? Uh, my, Bonjour. My is, Très is, bien. It's not very good, but I shall prefer to try to do my best with answering your questions. Très bien, très bien, mon ami. Uh, can, can we know if you're a character from a book or TV or politics, uh, what field might we know you from, mon ami? Je suis un, un personnage d'un li- livre, a book. Ah, call ah. It a book. A book, is that correct? Ah, un livre, si, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, my friend Cheryl, Cheryl over there, you have any ideas who this could be? This French person from a book? Happy Le Pew! <laughs> um, uh, <je> <laughs> Marie Antoinette? Is oh, wait, it Marie, my good old pal? Or whatever her name is. <laughs> is it is it Marie Antoinette? 
Nos maris Antoinette, malgré elle a perdu la tête, she lost her head. <laughs> she could not be with us today. I hope she find, find it. Yes, yes. Uh, what is the, who is that big guy, the, the guy that went out in the water? Jacques Cousteau? Is that? Yeah, French? Jacques Cousteau? <laughs> uh, no, no, je regrette, mais non. So are, you, are, are you a fictional character or a historical character from a book? Je suis, je suis personnage fictionnel, fictional, oh. I believe. Okay, okay. okay well, mm. We might have to see if somebody else has an idea. Yeah, so we, we might need a, we might need to call a friend on this one. Isn't that what they say in your world there, Cheryl? Call a friend, call a friend. I do, but maybe while they're telling us their characters, they might have some good guesses. How's that? We'll pull That's the audience good. that way. C'est right. bon, c'est bon. Is that good, Carla? Or, uh, or whatever you're Madame Bovary. Uh, yeah. bon. Oh, yeah. Madame Bovary. <laughs> Ah, ah, the ah, truth ah. comes to light. Ah. <laughs> ah, très bien. Thank you so much for being with us today, Madame Bovary. Oh, okay. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. I, I shall uh, enjoy. Ah, it should be you. quite wonderful. Who's next there, our friend uh, on the technology? Someone pretending to be Anthony Corona. Ah. Oh, <clears throat> well... I am um, actually coming to you from uh, a fictional space as well. I'm going to give you a few clues to maybe hone in on my identity. Um, some might say that I come from the world of Cozy, a.k.a. Cozy Mystery. And um, I live or hail in a town that is described as 400 miles north of anywhere. I live with my two cats, and although I write a weekly column, I once was a very fabled journalist, and um, now me and my two cats also solve crimes. Lord Byron. No, oh, I'm a fictional okay. character. Oh, oh, oh. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock. Close, <laughs> but unfortunately, no cigar. Oh, oh. I have a very unusual last name, and uh, my weekly column is driven, the title of my weekly column is driven from my last name. It's called The Quill Pen. Ah. William Penn. <laughs> well, I'll give you one more hint. Maybe you'll get it. My uh, Mr. Porcupine, because you have quills. Mr. Porcupine, <laughs> is that who you are? My cats are of the Siamese persuasion, and their names are Coco and Yum Yum. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know who it is. I know who it is. I'm Coco, sorry. Coco Levin. Coco Levin. Coco Levin. No, Levin. no. Uh, no. <laughs> Deanna didn't call on me. I got my hand up. Oh, okay. What Go ahead. We need help from the audience. Please. Yes. Yes. Save what, us. What? This is, is it? This is Marlene. It's um, it's Jim Quinlan from uh the Cat Who by Jim um, Quinlan from the Cat Who <laughs> series. Lillian <laughs> Jackson Braun, you go, girl. Okay, thank you. She All saved right, us from right ourselves. Now. Oh, thank goodness for the audience. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I was spinning and gonna spin into outer space. Thank goodness that lady spoke okay. up. Oh. My oh, so stressful, so stressful, my friend, so stressful. Oh, okay. is there anybody else? 
Anne Chia, Chiapetta okay. wants to introduce somebody, us to someone. Somebody signed in on Annie's account? Oh, my yes. goodness. Who could it be? <laughs> hey, man. How's everybody today? You're doing good, right? Um, uh, I don't know if you could guess my name or not, but, you know, um, I'm on TV a lot. Uh, well, I was, not anymore. And I got a best friend who's a who's a big, uh, slobbery uh, dog. Are you and I Barney? Got, Are you oh, Barney? Oh, hey, man, no. <laughs> no, no way. And I got friends, and we go around in this big van called the Mystery Machine Man, and, and we solve mysteries. Scooby-Doo. Oh, well, no, Scooby. Yeah, man. Scooby's my friend, oh. man. Like, Scooby oh, yeah. so. And Scooby oh. goes, Ruby, Ruby, do. <laughs> Oh, wow. That is so special. Thanks wow. for having me, man. In the 24th century, we only see reruns of Scooby-Doo. We never met Scooby-Doo. So this is so cool. 24th century, we can only imagine how awesome so it must have been to live around the time of Scooby-Doo. Name, wow, man. Blow my yeah, mind. He's like, Blow huh? my mind. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. Thanks for having me on. I'll give Scooby a snack. <laughs> give him a big pat for everybody. Cool. So awesome. Blink, blink, twirl, twirl, blink, blink. Okay. We're going to start a round robin. And, and the way the round robin works is that this wonderful dashing co-host there that keeps talking to me, she she will or I will st- do a short story starter. And then once we start the story, then that wonderful little tech lady, Diana, she will pick all the people that have raised their hands and you'll jump in and continue the story. And yes, it doesn't usually make sense, but it's a lot of fun. And if you start laughing so hard that you're banging the table or crying or falling on the floor, please mute yourself because that kind of racket in the background makes it hard for us to hear the story. And 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 we usually, you know, we're very emotional and get very happy doing this. So those sort of things can happen. So we do we start a little story and then everybody starts raising their hands and we call on them in order. And if there's somebody in Clubhouse, that little wonderful guy over in Clubhouse will say, Clubhouse hand, and then we'll know that there's somebody there and everybody jumps in. And then you watch out because all of a sudden there can be a twister, twister, blink, blink, twister. And one of these fabulous ladies, me, or this leather lady that talks to me, Cheryl, will jump in and will throw a wrench in the works. And all of a sudden the story goes in a different direction and the next person just continues going. So it's really obvious and easy to do. So let's get started. Cheryl, you've got the first one. Oh, I do. Okay. I guess because you had people... Uh, wow. Oh, wait. I mean, I know. Okay. Hold on. All Creek. right. I have to make sure I was Creek. Okay. Creek. <laughs> Creek, what? What are you doing, man? What are you doing? Can, what the heck is creaking? Is that the secret door? Are we Creek. doing the door? Creek. <laughs> so, uh, anybody who's new with us, this is improvisation writing, storytelling as is best. But just you just walked into the library and you accidentally lean on a wall. <gasps> Creek goes the door and you have a secret door. You go inside. It's dark. Do you oh go? Oh my goodness! Hey, it's my story. <laughs> <laughs> Do you go? The staircase goes up or go down. The key is if you start going up. Stay with the people that are going upstairs. If you start going down, stay with the people going downstairs. 
you're not allowed to all of a sudden chime in on the other direction. So let's see where we go with this. Quick, quick. I started on the first step and took the next up step. Looking around, it was a beautiful room, but I couldn't make anything out completely. It was sort of hazy. And suddenly I heard a voice. As you continue to step forward, you will be given glimpses into your future. Beware. <laughs> Where? What happens next? Yeah! He stepped on my tail! Yeah! I'm going up these stairs. Forget this future stuff. Yeah! My tail! It was hard to see in the room. It was dark and there were no windows. So, and I tried to find the wall and follow it around to see where I could, if I could find anything. And I bumped into something and, and like this cover fell off this piece of furniture. And then there was this reflection and this glow. It was a mirror and I was staring into it. Uh, uh, no, this is Madame Bovary. <clears throat> Well, uh, seeing that these stairs lead to the future, the future, is that what they say in English? The future. I, um, being a character in a book, I need, and being sort of an egotistical um, madame, I need to know if uh, the book about me would be, ennuyeux, I mean, boring, or if exciting to French literature, literature readers. So I go on and I, it's dark, it's dark in here, but I find the book, Madame Bovary, it in print, but it in brain. And I realize under the braille there is a panel. So if I press upon the, the panel, I get to go into the Paris of the future and find. So I step in, I find out what is happening in the French literature class. And I, so I enter into the classroom of 1980 to find a group of French majors reading my book. And I am trying to listen to what they say about moi. I mean, me. Uh, au revoir. I'm going to go up the stairs chasing that cat. Blink, 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 blink. Spin, spin, spin. Oh, my gosh. It's hard to go upstairs when you're a twiddle. Twiddle, 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 twiddle. Ah, oh, there's another door up here. There's another door. I think I'm going to turn in here. I fell into the mirror and got lost. All of a sudden, I heard a... Yeah, there's a spinning thing following me. Yeah, all I'm looking for is this litter box. Where's the litter box? The spinning thing. Yeah, what is that? And it's got lights on it. Yeah. I followed the twiddle thing and the cat, being fond of cats myself, into the darkened room. And I was immediately assailed with the most delectable sense I'd ever smelled in my entire life. Being so dark, I couldn't tell exactly what was on the table. But I reached out and the first thing I touched was... Oh, he grabbed my tail! Whoa, my poor tail. Okay, all right. You're going to better watch out, bud. Yow! All right, I'm sitting here. I'm not going anywhere. Leave me alone. That was my tale. You leave it alone. 
And then the cat and that guy, they spun around in a circle because the cat got upset. And the twiddle grabbed them both with his multiple arms. And they fell into the future. And I met the other lady because the sun was just coming up. And, 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 <laughs> and they took a spaceship and they traveled into another couple of centuries ahead and they were never heard from again. Okay, carry on. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> okay, my friends, we're all gathered around a large round table in a penthouse of a five-star hotel. It's a much calmer situation and we have all met here to have a very heated discussion. It's a most important discussion. It's a, it's a, it, 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 you cannot describe how important this discussion is to the future of humanity and life in the universe. Who is the greatest superhero of all time and why? We need to solve this at this point. It's been debated. Over multiple centuries, we need a solution in order for humanity to continue. We expect there might be representatives for different superheroes, maybe Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Superwoman, or whatever creatures might be out there roaming the universe. Who has the most important powers? Who is the greatest superhero? Me. I am. I'm the best. How are we going to debate this? How are you going to prove that I'm not? Well, I, for one, being a journalist, have interviewed lots and lots of superheroes. I have introduced, I have interviewed heads of states, et cetera, et cetera. But I would have to say in my educated opinion, Michelle, although you are quite the heroic personality, it would be the Holy Trinity that I consider to be the greatest superhero of all. Mais non, mais non, mais non. Non, c'est moi, c'est moi. Madame Bovary, on a écrit beaucoup de littérature. Non, non, one has written so much literature about me. My book is the Bible of French literature. Many people have learned about symbolism things like that my book teach people teach taught teach people to read and write and to do a lot to do things of, of things like that and there is more power in the pen than in the sword and all of these powers so def, uh, c'est défini c'est moi c'est moi évidemment i have a question please i am not in this competition but as the as a thoughtful person please would you all just tell me what is your strongest power so that we can decide it on a power so we could decide what is the best power to be all the rest of you please speak up thank you for the voice of sanity thank you so much my friend blink blink twiddle twiddle spin spin hey man this shaggy you know like I'll vote for anybody, anybody that gives me and Scoob enough pop and snacks. Thanks. I think in the decision-making, people need to consider a few other things, though. Like, Uh you know, some people get unfair press advantage. Maybe they have TV series or movies written about them. 
So, you know, you, you might have to consider if somebody is at unfair press advantage. Huh. Well, I have a crystal ball. I have some special herbs. I have some dangly earrings that will sparkle in your eyes and 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 I can do all kinds of things, but I like Anthony. It's with the Trinity, but I don't know. I don't know. You guys just think you don't have much competition for me. I can fly. Ooh, she can fly, man. She can fly. Yeah, bro. We got a dog. Oh well, you know, Scooby's really cool. But we're gonna need a lot more than just one superhero. I am a black cat. My name is Blackie. Think I have a superpower. I mean, I did. I did bring my human out of a low blood sugar thing a while ago. And hey, to me, that's a pretty cool power. Um, I know I'm going to have to get a lot more persuasive than that. But we need more help from our animal friends. Otherwise, the human race is doomed. Wait, wait, I took a survey. And the verdict is in. If you are a superhero, you are the greatest. Oh, what a good way to go about that. Yes. Yeah. We are all it's superheroes. in the definition. It's in the definition, right? We're, yeah. We're all the best. You can be the best. You can be the master of the universe, right? Absolutely. We're all the master of the universe. Because we all have our own universe. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, that's kind of super. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. We got to take care of the human race. I would like to make a case for myself. Though many have called me a humbug, I also can fly. I mean, with the aid of a hot air balloon, I have been known to give a man a heart. I was 10 and I had to cut and solder and all those kind of things, but he still got hot. I gave a man brains and I inspired courage in yet a fearsome beast of the forest. But most of all, I vanquished a wicked witch. Oh, okay, oh my I sent goodness. a little girl to do it, but I think I'm the greatest superhero. I'm the Wizard of Oz, a wizard. I mean, who, who doesn't love a wizard? A wizard is awesome. They usually yeah. have lights, and I know that wizard had a big machine. I love machines. He used to hide behind that curtain. Ah, he's a cool guy. Oh, my God. Where are the big ones? The big heroes, like Superwoman and Super Spider Woman. And, oh, is there, I think there might be a Spider-Man, even, or Superman Woman. I don't know, but where are they in this competition? I don't know, but I don't have time for this. I need to have my nails done. (laughs) I think the elevator's coming. Who's coming up to the elevator? Somebody's coming (laughs) to the door. (laughs) You have an answer for us, Scooby-Doo? Tell us, tell us. Well, well, Shaggy, Shaggy the best. Velma, Velma pretty good too. But Scooby Snacks. Vote for Scooby Snacks. 
bursting through the door with a fearsome look of pride on both of their faces stood Batman and Superman. We're going to end this debate for all time with a final, you must take a vote. Is it the Batman or I, the Superman, who is your favorite superhero of all? Wonder Woman. And then Flying Squirrel comes through the window and says, enough with the gender domination. We're going to put the women up front. Flying Squirrel is here to save the day. Let's let women be represented in this vote. That's Rocky, right? Rocky, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we going to do the island? Let's do the yep. island. That's a little more serious one. Let's see what <laughs> we can do with that. We, you're, you were on a desert island, and we're going to split up. There's two groups. One group is going to find and collect things to make a shelter, and the other group has to go out and find food what will your part be what will you contribute how can you work as a team with your person ahead of you to create a shelter without arguing go find food that you can all share what kind of food are you going to find how do you know if it's poisonous or not i'm going to gather some palm leaves and I'm going to gather some of that driftwood, and I'm going to see what we can go into the forest and find a clearing. Who's with me? And let me elaborate a little more that if you don't have a dialogue for it, perhaps you have something that some of the people are doing together or somebody's going off, out, getting lost or something. So... Let's see what you can do with this story. Let's create. I'm with you, Twiddle. We're going to find some things to build a shelter. While you're gathering the driftwood and the leaves, I'll go find something hard, like curved rocks or maybe even shells. This island's got to have some creatures on it that shed shells and scales. Oh, I'll I'll help you with that shelter, but I want something soft, please. Can I, I'm going to grab some of those leaves over there and some of those branches. And I think there's even some soft things over there. Wait, maybe there's even a fuzzy thing. I'll have to go and look. I'm going to find some food, but I have a problem. There is a fruit, delicious and sweet. But of this fruit, you cannot eat. Variety is the spice of its taste. Its lasting effects you cannot erase. Gee, Scoob, this really is like a bad scene, man. We got to go and, <laughs> and look for food on this, this sandy, hot desert island. And we don't got any more Scooby snacks left. We don't have any snacks left. Wow, man. Oh, what, what's that? What's he say? Rook up, rook up, rook up at the tree, the tree. What's that? Oh, hey, man, maybe, are those coconuts? Wow, how are we going to get them? Well, I don't know if I can climb that tree. 
Uh, we'll try and see what happens. Suivez-moi, suivez-moi, follow me. I have ideas, des idées, des de la nourriture, some food, okay? Go to the edge, to the ocean, with the sand, and let's get some escargot. Uh, there's a lot of people who don't like escargot, snails, but they, they were very nutritious, and we get some, um, we can, oh, we can, I brought a big, a big bottle, a bouteille, de, de un bon vin blanc what we used to teach French nasals a good white wine and we, get, uh, we can have that and if we uh, drink if we boire du vin and uh, we drink the wine and we, we, we mange les escargots we eat the snails people get so drunk they don't know they're hungry they don't know they're thirsty and we all survive and uh, vive la vie Long live life. That French lady's got the right idea. You know, I think we're all overlooking one of the most obvious things that we should have started with. We need to figure out just what survived from the ship. And that trunk that I see right there, I know contains a whole lot of what they call back in the States, ripple. What a good way to get started, in my opinion. Come on, folks. Good old-fashioned ripple. Oh, I think there's some other stuff in that case, that that trunk. I, let's dig into it. Would would you help me? Oh, this is heavy, and oh, there's some soft stuff in the bottom for the for our beds. Oh, good. And I see an umbrella. I will see that. I want that umbrella. And and followed by Starry. Hey, Scoob, we can't reach those coconuts. They're too high. But but I saw something on the beach where all those other people are. Let's go down and look. Go down. Chomp, 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 chomp. Get in the water. <laughs> look, Scoob. Look, it's our case of Scooby Snacks, man. And and what's that floating in water? It says rum. Oh, boy, Scoob, we're going to have a good time tonight. So I came back running. While the trees with the coconuts are shaking. Uh, I don't think we're alone on this island. I kind of fell into a giant footprint. And, uh, I think it's a T-Rex print. Oh, dear. Get in the water and hide under the cases. I think that's an awesome plan. I think we need to hide in those cases to get away from that T-Rex. I'm out of here. Very interesting. (laughs) Let's brainstorm. Let's get feedback. What worked and what didn't here? Marlene has her hand up. I just wanted to say, um, Anthony's got a great voice for doing this. He's he's terrific. Mm -hmm. And everybody was great. Thanks. Oh, hey. I just wanted to say all the characters were great. And Carla, I love your French accent. It was just (laughs) spot on. Beautiful. Very good. Yes. Vive la France. I must concur on um, Madame Bovary. Uh, très magnifique. Uh, and in, in a different universe, I would say, voulez-vous sucre chèque avec moi, madame? <laughs> but um, having said that, I, I, I love how we all seem to want to like twist each other and take it in a direction, you know, and like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> that is just, it. it's so hard because you want to, where, where it's going to go to, and think that I'm going to, okay, I'm taking it in that direction. 
and uh-uh, not going to go there because someone else <laughs> went in another direction. But it's it's really challenging, and uh, and coming up with topics is hard too. So good for all of you. That was that was hard, and great great characters. Thanks. I liked all of the characters, but I was a little confused on the one with the stairs. I thought people could go up and down, and I was really looking forward to seeing uh, if some people went up and some people went down and how it all connected and came back around. But what I thought worked really well was the last one, where you had to follow the person that came ahead of you. Because um, you worked off of what they said. The stairs, we did this one other time where we gave a choice to which direction you could go, right, left, or forward. Yeah, that one went all over. Thank you. Go ahead, Anthony. I was just going to say that, you know, maybe for the next one or, or one in mm-hmm. the coming future, you know, we could do targeted um, where you have to follow the person before you. And then one where, you know, we're encouraged to leave it with a twist, you know, and take it. But mm-hmm. you have to do something with it, not just, you know, stay in the same place if you're going to, if you know, if you're going to throw out a twist. Yeah. Sometimes the faster we go, it seems like it just like, <laughs> whatever, it's like juggling. <laughs> yeah. Remember the one with the kids on the bus? We It was just rapid fire and it went in so many different directions, but it all kind of still made sense. I find the story of the stairs a bit disjointed. And it's because we didn't suivre uh, l'un avec l'autre. We didn't follow as well. And I would like to see and develop more development of each character's race, mm-hmm. but some unity, some, some, some unity. Is that such a word? Unity, yes. Uh, are we? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I would uh, suggest. And I'm so glad that you, uh, I was going to suggest if you look for food, look for poisson, which is fish. <laughs> you don't eat poisson because that is poisoned. Okay, that's my last, uh, okay. that's my, uh, last piece of advice. Let's think, and then we'll go to story. What if one time, Kathy, we let people, because we're going to do one in December, and, and let people know ahead of time what we're going to do to give a scenario and then see if that helps with us following it along especially if we're going to encourage people to do twists or cliffhangers that um, we were going to try that and we couldn't come up with the phrasing that wouldn't be too daunting for everybody. So I think we got some ideas today and I think letting people know ahead of time, that would be more feasible. I really liked when Jim Q, (laughs) he uh, had some moments where he, left off what he was saying like that one time when he was like the first thing I touched was yeah and then he let the next person that could uh he let the next person come in and say what was that thing so that was good yeah those are the cliffhangers that we're talking about trying to to get set that up so that people can do those thank you starry this is annie um I, I, Carla was, she made a good point about unity. And also, I felt like the island kind of, I thought the island was fairly easy in terms of the, the, 
when you're playing a character, especially like you got to remember your character and then you got to remember the, where, where you're at. But the, I, I think sometimes, uh, giving too much creativity kind of makes everybody go in different directions. We could focus it down a little bit more. Like the island is an island. You said it was an island. You know, you're looking for food and water and shelter. That's pretty, everybody can do something with that. Do you think we should have stayed with just building the shelter or? No, I think it was, I think it was good. Like the stairs Mm -hmm. was a little, I don't know. It was, it was like vague, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. like there wasn't enough props like you know right. what i mean okay. like yeah. yeah yeah it was like a big empty room what do you do with it and everybody can go in all different directions okay. with that whereas the island everybody knows what an, uh you know a deserted desert island is in a shipwreck right. yeah. and it had yeah. more context to it so people were focused more on uh bringing that together okay good great Thank feedback mm-hmm. very good this is carol um just yeah. i thought that that one one possibility, and it was mentioned, and I think it's probably a, a good one in some scenarios, is to that the, that we have to follow the person that came before us, and that is hard. But um, and I think that kind of gives a, it it takes a track, and maybe there's a side panel to that too. But I think that's always good, and also the um, Annie's suggestion about having more. Um, concrete props so to speak like we're on an island we've got a built so it gives you can go in any direction with that and so it leaves lots of, lots of options so maybe not for the next one but i i've always thought that um a dialogue based round robin would be fun with you know kind of a fully fleshed scenario like one thing that comes to mind is you know we register before we start the round robin as the character that we're going to be speaking mm-hmm. of like a scenario like okay you're in the conference room at a law office and they have just finished reading grandpa's will uh you know and then we all go dialogue based rather than um, yeah. you know, finding props and, and going up and down mm-hmm. and things like that. Very good. Cheryl, yeah, yeah. I think you need to give us the prompt for next week. Next week. Dun, dun, dun. 75 words or less. Using the words pumpkin, leaves, like leaves on the ground or leaves in the tree, cat, and Howling, H-O-W-L-I-N-G, howling. Genre of your choice, let's play. Don't miss next Friday, 1 p.m., when we host Gerald's Book Launch here on Writing Works Wonders. The following week, 1028, we will have a discussion about book reviews from the reader and writer's perspective, why and how to write them, where to submit them, and why they are great for everybody. Thank you, everyone, for making this such an amazing round-robin episode. Thank you for coming in character. And Smedley, Gerd, thank you, thank you, thank you, blink, blink, blink. Thank you for spending time with us. Be sure to visit writingworkswonders.com for these show notes, resources, and bonus content. We want you to be encouraged, inspired, and enjoy the wonder of writing. We look forward to being with you next time.
Thank you for joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. A tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today. Then you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-467-0221. We also have a donate button. All donations go to technical expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this podcast going. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder in writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.